Hi. Welcome or welcome back to the Woke Pussy Podcast. Um, it's been a while and like I just don't know what the fuck has been going on with me. It's been happening for a while. I don't know if it's because I'm just so deep like doing work to like be in my body and be physical that it's honestly really difficult for me to like get on a soapbox and rant or rave or teach or anything like that. Like I just I don't really have a lot of words anymore. Um, but I have been more active on Twitter and Twitter's a really interesting place. So like, first of all, let's just be honest. Okay. You can't really truly have an intelligent debate on Twitter because you're dealing with like 140 characters and it's really challenging to cover like a topic in depth or like all the nuances, right? And yet I still find myself sometimes commenting on things. And the most recent one uh, is worth noting um, because there is a thread in there that like I think we really need to talk about. Um, This woman, I don't even follow her. She's like followed by someone I follow, right? So it popped up on my feed and The question was something to the effect of like, you know, I'm curious about your opinions on this. Tell me why is it that women can be like basically totally fulfilled without a man, but like a man can't be fulfilled, live a fulfilling life without a woman, right? And again, the issue is 140 characters. And, you know, I said something to the likings of, well, you know, women are socialized to believe that they don't need a man. And men are not socialized in that way, you know. And, you know, the, 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 the thing is, is like, again, the problem with Twitter is you're dealing with people who that platform is really more of like a, I just want to say it's like an output only kind of platform. It's not even when people are asking for feedback or want to like engage in a conversation, they really don't. They really just want to put their views out there and they want people to agree with them. So when people disagree with them, you know, shit gets kind of weird. And there was a little bit of back and forth and it was just like whatever. It was clearly misunderstanding on her part and me not being able to articulate like the deeper thing underneath her even asking that question in the first place. But what cracked me the fuck up is someone else said something of like, who's been socialized to believe they don't need men? Like, you know, I'm from an American perspective, blah, blah, blah. And like, we've been raised this way and that way. And I was like, yeah, but that's one program. But there's also the other program. There's the feminist program, right? that like was well-intentioned and just very poorly executed because ultimately it masculinized women instead of empowering the feminine. And (laughs) so the girl whose thread it was originally was like, oh, you know, she's something about she's like, teaches feminism or something like that. She said, she's, she mentioned something to the effect of, the fact that I have, you know, feminine embodiment on my 
profile and she's like her whole personality is like you know dedicated to pleasing men <laughs> and I just laugh so fucking hard I was like oh my god I was like uh I teach the feminine not femininity I was like feminine embodiment has really absolutely nothing to do with pleasing men um but interesting right because I don't engage very often in conversations like this because I already could feel that the energy in that question in the first place was already like really biased. It was really like, because what I heard from the question she posed was really like, why are women better than men and women don't need men and men need women and like, what's wrong with men and, you know, like whatever, right? Like it was really, there was an underlying kind of shittiness to actually the question and it was, there was an underlying demonization of men, in that question, which I don't think that she's even fucking aware of, you know, and anytime I, I make comments about, you know, in response to something that is very much has a feminist sort of undertone to it, ultimately, like, it can go one of two ways or one of three ways rather, right? Either it kind of gets ignored or, or brushed aside or someone, it's met with curiosity and openness, and then we can have an actual conversation. And then there's the other ones who really have no interest at all in having an open dialogue. They really just want to state their points. And those always seem to kind of end up getting boiled down to me getting called like this whole stupid um, saying of like a pick me girl, right? <laughs> Which is like the opposite extreme of the woman who don't need no man, right? And like I'm over here looking at like those are two extremes. Neither of them are good, right? Yeah, on the one hand, you have this like hyper independent, you know, trauma response essentially because these women, perhaps even you, have experienced this where you've had experiences where you were let down so much and nobody had your back and and it's a trauma response. Well, then I'm just going to do what I need to do and I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to be single and independent and I'm, I'm not going to fucking need nobody, right? Um, that's a trauma response. On the other end of that fucking extreme, we have what has been labeled as the pick-me girl, which is this like hyper femininity, right? So on the one one end, the the I don't need no fucking man crew, they are hyper masculinized. They are living in their masculine and not empowered in their feminine. And then we have the other extreme, the pick me girls, the super hyper people pleasing, like femininity, like traditional wife kind of vibes, where their whole purpose is to just submit to a man to you know do that sort of really old school version of like giving all their power away to their man and the man leads and blah 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 and that's a very like dance is like a daddy save me kind of thing it's like a very damsel feminine thing it is also completely disempowered in the feminine i don't teach either of those things I teach the actual empowerment of the feminine, of putting the feminine in its rightful place back into its state of power. And in that state of power, then coming into union 
with the masculine. We are designed to be in partnership, men and women, and also just masculine and feminine energy, which is why the dynamic still works in same-sex couples or, you know, other kinds of relationship dynamics, because it is really just about um, the masculine and the feminine energy at play. But in order to be able to do that, we have to one first recognize what each of those energies even fucking are in their actual power. Because unfortunately, too many of the examples out in the world and out in society are, you know, like my teacher Perry says, the toxic mimic of the real thing. It's not actually the real thing. What most people think masculinity is, is toxic masculinity is a toxic mimic of it and what what most people would think that femininity is and what the feminine is is also a toxic representation of the real thing so but first we have to be willing to like create some space around our beliefs about what the feminine and masculine is and and what relationships are supposed to be like and do we even need intimate relationships with the opposite sex or do we even need intimate partnership or you know the girl on twitter was like y'all just like to you know skip over community and i'm like i am not skipping over community i'm not even saying women can't be happy without a man i said but we are designed to be in intimate partnership So do I think that a woman can have a more fulfilling life without a man than she can with one? Uh, Absolutely not. Now, she may, because my first comment to her was, I was like, you must mean that a more fulfilling than being with the wrong man, because there's definitely no way that a woman is more fulfilled alone than being with the right man or the right person, right? Like the right partner. And, you know, what I noticed, like, as the conversation continued was just like that whole thread and on so many women and so many people, like we're really agreeing with her. And, and there's a lot of nuances and there's a lot of like, you know, parts and pieces to that. Like you can't just, like I said, you can't have this kind of conversation on, on a platform like Twitter. It doesn't really work. There's too many moving parts and it's complex and there's layers, right? But what I have to, I think one of the tools that I really want to give you here is anytime you notice that you have a belief, right? Like, a belief about men or a belief about women or femininity or masculinity or or relationships, right? Because like there's been some weird breakdown in like society and our culture about what relationships are. There's like so many people are like denying and resisting and like, you know, have convinced themselves that they don't actually need a partner or a relationship that like they're totally fine without it and I'm here to tell you that this fucking bullshit first of all it's a really really rare individual who actually whose purpose is to be not in partnership on this planet like this whole fucking game is a team fucking sport and whatever energy that you carry naturally in your essence if it leans more masculine or leans more feminine like there is a partner 
you know, another person, perhaps more people, depending on what your constitution and relationship style is like. But there is a union, right? Of course, you're going to be whole and complete as the component that you are. But then there is more that is meant to be, right? To come together. Like you could be the best fucking quarterback that ever quarterbacked in the history of all of existence. But if you don't have other parts of your team, you can't actually play the game and you can definitely, definitely won't win. It doesn't matter, right? How complete and perfect that you may become in yourself as an individual, like life is a fucking team sport. So when there are beliefs of like, oh, well, you know, women are totally fine on their own and they don't actually need men, like, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, who benefits from you believing that relationship and partnership and finding someone to share your life with, who benefits from you believing that you don't need that anymore, right? Because the system used to be where you and your partner were part of one system. And so someone in that system was making most of the money and paying all the bills and doing the sort of masculine side of creating structure and containment and, you know, security and all of that. And then the other part partner was providing the more feminine aspects of life, which is the nurturing, the homemaking, the, you know, the other side, like it's both, it's one fucking system and who benefits from breaking that system apart and making everyone as individuals do the masculine productivity part, to do the masculine hustle part, to do the masculine go out and work and build wealth and make money part. Who benefits from that? Certainly not us. (laughs) Someone else is benefiting from that. You know, life has come, it's just greed when they discovered that women could actually go out and be as productive as men, which is still also a fallacy, not because we're not capable of it, but because our nervous systems and our bodies are not actually built to hustle like a man. Our power is not in our masculine. Our power is in our feminine. And when we try to be something that we are not, when we go against our nature, it doesn't work in the long term. And if you look at how, you know, what's going on in nature on this planet, on planet Earth, and and like the way that humans as a species are treating the planet, we are completely disconnected from nature. But we are also completely disconnected from our own natures because there's just like we've been convinced by feminism that like our feminine, natural feminine, you know, inclinations of like nurturing and holding and and flow and reception and devotion and all of these things that they're like they get in the way of us 
being like men because, you know, we got convinced that if we wanted power, you know, it's like, well, women don't have the power that they deserve. Okay, well, who has the power? Well, men have the power. And well, okay, so then we should be more like men because then we will have more power. And that seems logical, but it's an actually very immature, unintelligent way to find a solution. Not that their intention wasn't pure and wasn't needed and that it hasn't done a tremendous amount for women, but but ultimately it just added to the patriarchy. It added to like more closed up tight dead pussies out in the world, right? And what we really need is more woke pussy, open, juicy, flowing, receptive, connected, right? So noticing how, like, what does that make you feel when you think about having a woke pussy, when you think about being open and, and, and soft and receptive and nurturing and loving and, you know, taking time to rest and nourish yourself and, you know, taking time out for your menstrual cycle so you can relax and bleed and, you know, replenish yourself and and do all of these things that are much more feminine in nature, but that are closer to your natural nature. It's not that women can't be powerful. Women are fucking powerful. Women can create. I mean, we literally create life. We literally are the bridge between heaven and earth. Of And we, you know, are the greatest, the feminine is the greatest power on the planet. It's not that we can't do great things. It's that we can't do those great things not being ourselves. And when we try, it will burn out our systems because our nervous systems, our bodies, our psyches, our hormones are not built to be like men. We are not made to be alone. There is no fucking way that you as a woman are more fulfilled alone and single without a partner than you would be with a partner. The only reason that you may feel that way is because you haven't done enough inner work to understand how to choose a partner that's right for you. So of course, when you think about relationship, you're like, I don't want a fucking relationship. Relationships are fucking terrible. Every relationship I've been in has been abusive or it's been like I was taking care of him like he was a fucking child and I was mommying and whatever the fuck shitty ass experience that you've had in your relationships doesn't isn't because you wanted a relationship. It's not the relationship that's the problem. Just like when people attempt polyamory for the first time and they and they like have a bad experience, then it's like they blame the relationship style. Well, it's because you were polyamorous. Like, no, it's because of the people that you chose and the reasons why you chose those people and, and their trauma and their triggers and, and the dynamics between the people and it's not the relationship style. You don't have a problem with relationships. You wanted a relationship. You've always wanted relationship. 99.9% of people on this planet want a partner 
to live and share their lives with the joys and the burdens and to, you know, like be, have a companion and a, and a teammate, right? And everybody really wants that. So anyone who says that they don't and is like trying to convince themselves that they're better off without it, it's just a fucking cop out. They're not doing the work. You're not doing the work to figure out your patterns, your relationship patterns. Why do you keep ending up in the kinds of relationships that you do? Of course, you're going to take a break. Of course, you're going to be like, I don't want anything to do with relationships. Relationships are whack as fuck. Well, yeah, the ones you've been in. But why are you, why have you been in those kinds of relationships? Do you even know if, do you, would you even recognize if you had found yourself in a healthy relationship? Would your nervous system even be able to accept and allow in being treated well, being held the right way? Is your trauma in charge of choosing your partners. And that's why you keep choosing partners that, you know, you're like, ooh, it's so, this, the chemistry is amazing. And, and, you know, you keep choosing partners that really are trauma bonds because the person to the left who's actually really good for you and would be a healthy partner and a healthy match for you you're like, ah, but they're, I mean, they're, it's, they're, they're boring though. Right? Like where our brains get fucked up, our wiring gets fucked up. And what we, you know, and this is just part of like, we have to start doing this work of breaking down your beliefs, your patterns. And so... Unfortunately, the culture and society is very supportive of women being like, fuck that. I don't need no man. I can do this all on my own. Yeah, well, that's just more workers for the workforce. More women chasing their careers and, and, and focusing solely on their career and then, you know, not having the family and not honoring that desire that she may have for that family. And I'm not saying everybody wants a family. Not everybody does. But there is a natural tendency. We have a nature, each and every one of us, that is the most true thing for us. And for most people, the majority of people, it's a balance of the two. It's a balance, balanced masculine and feminine energy. It's not all hustle, all grind, all day. Fuck, I don't fuck everybody. I don't need no man. I'm just going to get this fuck you money and like whatever. It's it's not just it's not only that. It can't only be that. It also can't only be that well, I'm just going to submit and give all my power away and be a pick me girl and do whatever I want need to do to like make men happy and 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 you know and find and you know, save me. I need a man to save me. Right? It's not that either. It's honoring your desire to really embody your nature, to embody your feminine, to be in that soft, open, receptive, creative flow, to allow your desire to come through, and also 
to maintain the masculine structure that allows you to create containers for which that you can, you know, actually bring things into the physical and not just be like, you know, infinite potential of, <laughs> of the like mass unbridled chaos that is the feminine, like also learning to understand the masculine and, and where the mind is needed, where logic is needed. It's all needed. There's just so many ideologies and so many teachings that like pick everything apart and are like, oh, like over here, it's like the mind is bad. You can't use your mind. The masculine mind is terrible and we got to kill the ego and, and all of that bullshit. And then over here, you've got people who are like terrified of the flesh and like, oh my God, the body and the hungers and, and sex is the devil and, and all of those things, right? <laughs> like none of that is right. It's all needed. It's about understanding your tools and knowing where to apply your tools. And anywhere you feel that something's not right, where something feels off or you're feeling tense or, or triggered or like blocked and not open and flowing and juicy, like we have to ask ourselves, like, first of all, what is this belief? And second of all, where the fuck did it come from? Who benefits from me believing this? Who benefits from me believing that sexuality is wrong? Who benefits from me believing that my power is too much? Who benefits from me believing that I shouldn't love myself unless someone else chooses to love me first? Right? Who benefits? That's like one of the ones I'm working with lately. And it's really, it's been really helpful. Like, wait, who, who? <laughs> Who benefits from me thinking this, right? And what is the answer? And where does that come from? And being willing to do the like self-awareness, self-inquiry work, right? Of getting underneath all of this stuff. So that's the transmission today. The channeled message, the rant, the rave, the whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I definitely just wanted to hop on here and connect with you all for a minute and hopefully share with you some insight and some nuggets that are going to help you along your journey. Um, I've got lots of sessions available. If you feel drawn to working with me, I, I do shadow work and inner child healing. So we can look at, you know, where does you want to get to and what keeps happening that keeps you from getting there? Like, what are those patterns? And how can we unpack those and unravel it and then, and then sort of find the root of those things and, and heal that so that you can move forward to the next spot? And um, we do tarot readings as well. Soul work tarot is what I call it. Um, I don't do predictive type like fortune telling tarot. We really use it as a tool to get to know ourselves better and, and get into the sort of nuts and bolts of like your situation, whatever it currently you're struggling with and start to, you know, find those threads and unravel them and, and, and heal whatever um, is in the way of you getting where you want to get to. Also, I do birth chart readings and relationship readings. So astrologically, we can really look at um, 
what your blueprint is, like what are you working with, right? And how is how does that create conflict inside of yourself? And then also how can you resolve that conflict by understanding all of these pieces about yourself? It's, you know, getting a good birth chart reading is really, really enlightening. It also gives you a lot of permission because you will stop resisting those in like just who you are and how you are. And when you stop resisting, then it's like, if something is problematic, once you basically acknowledge that, oh, I see this and, and you're not fighting against it, then you can allow it to open, you can allow it to shift and you can allow it to change, right? So I have those sessions available. There's some other things too, like if you're interested in getting more into your erotic feminine and and getting more embodied and working with your erotic energy and getting that sort of juicy, woke pussy energy open and flowing, I have private sessions for that as well. We also have some self-study stuff. So like if you're brand new to spirituality, for example, just kind of starting to get started, Goddess School is a self-study membership on the site and you'll get that 10 module course and some more podcast archives and a lot of other things that you can work through and get a really good solid foundation for your spiritual journey. And then there's also a Shadow Work Essentials membership, which includes the Shadow Work Essentials course to kind of go through and give you the basics about how to begin doing shadow work in that container. There's also a Twin Flame Formula course. There's like an intro to meditation full course and then another set of podcast archive stuff and I'm not sure what else. Yeah, you get a discount in the shop as well if you're a member of the site and there's books and courses and meditations in the shop as well. So just giving you all the rundown there if you weren't sure about um, what was available. I do a lot of, you know, I post things and sometimes there's morning songs and channeled messages via song oracles on Instagram I also do a lot of pop-up sort of tarot readings. We do tea and tarot, so whatever shows up. So you can follow me there at Penn Badger. Um, you can also follow at Woke Kitty City, which is the official Woke Pussy page. And I think that's all for now. I think I've covered all of the things. I do have intentions of like firing up the YouTube channel again and doing some more like really fun readings like pick a cards and like all the fun sort of like toxic tarot <laughs> that we love for entertainment. Like what is my ex doing right now? And what does this crush think about me? And do they like me? Right. Cause like those are so much fucking fun, but they're just not really, <laughs> they're, they're more for our human, right? They're not actually gonna, I mean, I can't help but throw in some soul work and even in those. Right. But, um, I do want to do some things that are some like just for fucking fun. So that's all for now. Um, If I've missed anything, if you've got any questions, comments or concerns, if there's podcast topics that you would like me to address or um, yeah, if you have ideas for a series or anything like that, that, you know, you've been wondering about, have questions about, um, I'd be more than happy to to do that. And again, if you'd like to work with me, schedule a free consultation, 
we'll sit down, we'll chat, I'll, you know, get to understanding where you're at, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together if it's a good fit. Um, And if not, I'll still give you some really dope resources uh, for whatever I think would be the most beneficial for you on this path right now and where you're at. So, okay, I love you so much. Thank you for stopping by and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.